It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. with the words bar and grill in the title. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you live from the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico. With me, we've got we've got a full crew today. We've got uh, we've got Rachel in Illinois, we got Rebecca in the California, and we got Brett in the live free or die state of New yeah. Hampshire, is that right? I, yeah. I, I should have. It's a big uh, deal. Uh, the, yeah. the, I don't know the other state model. No, the land of Lincoln, right? Is that state? Is that the state model? Yes. And yeah. uh, what the golden California has a lot of gold. The golden, golden state. state. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at me knowing three state <laughs> mottos. Um, uh, so here we are. We're going to play another round of the the top five game and i think we're going to get right into it because sometimes these uh these go a while but uh um oh there's so many uh, listen listeners when we uh we're talking about topics we we we, there's just a bevy of podcast topics um also want to send a shout out to uh to chicken if you're listening if you're still listening chicken it's good to have you with us chicken is our is our youngest voluntary listener at the age of 15 uh Hi, chicken. Uh, Hi, chicken. Hi, you know, chicken. You know how chicken got her nickname? Chicken isn't her I real name. Chicken, <laughs> yeah, we, we unpack it in an episode. Uh, chicken got her nickname, uh, long skinny legs when she was little. Okay. <laughs> and that's the nickname her family gave her. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not sure she's a fan of the nickname still as a teenager, but uh, that's what they called her as a toddler, and that's what it still is. Um, so we might as well talk it on, talk about it on this international podcast. So the way we play the five, <laughs> top five game, listeners, is uh, is we each make our list. We're talk, we're playing playing top five things to do barefoot. We each make our list of five, uh, counting down to your your most important one, your most in, your your favorite one. So five is the is the least favorite. There's a kitty cat. Um, number one is your is your favorite, most important to you, and we just work our way around the circle talking about them bantering about them arguing about them uh agreeing on them whatever it is uh we will we will go around in the circle here i've got on my screen rachel what's your number five thing to do barefoot my number five thing to do barefoot is um honestly gardening barefoot i struggle with that ah um i get the allure 
the, the, the cold, wet earth on your toes. That all sounds delightful. Um, but like if you're hoeing or if you've got a spade in your hand, isn't there a chance you could lose a toe? Oh, no. Rachel is frozen, I think. Or else I yep, terrified. She's, she's looking right yeah. at you. <laughs> or else my question terrified her. No, over here. <laughs> she's coming before, back. Yeah, there, there. You're, you're, you're right. back. Uh, so so what, what about safety concerns? Um, I don't know. Have you ever gardened with a small child like that? That, uh, that is a big safety concern when you're barefoot. Whoa, um, whoa. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, I was just gonna say, if it, if it's just me alone, I'd worry about losing a toe um, with a with a spade or a shovel or or a, a machete. What I don't know what you're gardening, um, but then you have other people around. I mean, isn't aren't you just asking to 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 lose a digit if you garden in the uh, in the in the in the with naked feet? Um, I would agree. So this all came about because I used to have uh, a massive garden. And um, it, I mean, my son was probably like two and he was blessed with a set of real tools of his own. And it was one of, you know, gardening is almost therapeutic. So it was one of those days that I went out there and I'm like, I'm just kind of aggressively weeding. Like I needed that in my life. And he comes out there with his own little handheld hoe. And I don't think I've ever been as scared as I was in that moment that I'm watching that hoe hit the ground. <laughs> No longer did I need to aggressively weed. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it has so changed instantly. <laughs> the 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 therapeutics of uh, of having your toes in the in the in the in the dirt is uh, is worth the uh, risk to to limb and life. Oh no! No. So that's why that's why it's like. <laughs> The ants out here are ridiculous. Oh, I, I don't know. Do you guys have, you have, have you guys, do you guys have fire ants? We don't have them where we live, but we have them in the mountains here. I hear uh, rumor that we do. I don't know that I've seen them myself. <laughs> I, listen, I've experienced fire ants and I have trauma with ants. Like I, I'm good. So when I see ants, I don't, now I have the shoes that like, um, have the hard soles they're like wet shoes you know so do you wear no, those when you go gardening oh yeah now i do yeah yeah i like so to garden barefoot i just don't like so like my garden is also i rent my house so i have to keep a lawn which i hate i wish i could get rid of it but i have to walk through the lawn to garden and that's like the worst part is i can't really garden barefoot because i walking through the lawn my feet get bit up by every single, every single critter in the lawn, but otherwise mm -hmm. I would do it, but you're right, Jeff, like using a shovel. I've, I've been kind of lazy where I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this garden project and I'm doing it barefoot. And then I will need to like dig a deep hole. So I'll need an actual like real shovel, real person yeah. shovel. And I'll go to do it barefoot. And I, every time for some reason, I think like I could do it. Like it's, it'll be totally fine. And then I go to do it. And like our, our soil here in the central Valley of California is like very dense and like packed and clay like um so it's it's foolish of me to think that and I always have to go inside and and put shoes on so yeah I mean I would say like three out of ten recommend gardening <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with that 
I, I, I love it as a concept. I just don't know if the, <laughs> the, the, the implementation ever worked for me, but uh, I, um, harvesting, harvesting in the garden barefoot. That's, that's, mm. that's when it was most successful for me. Everything else was, it was just, uh, was, I was too accident prone. Uh, mm. Rebecca, what's your number five? My number five. So this one, like, I mean, technically you really only do it when you're barefoot, but I love putting on a like fresh pair of socks. Like mm -hmm. hasn't been like manipulated and, and warped by your washer and dryer, right? It's still like the perfect foot shape. It's still soft. It fits right over and you, you like step on the ground and you just feel that cushion still like the whole experience of like buying new socks and then like putting them on your feet and wearing them. And then like, you just look down and your feet are just looking so, you know, like a, like a, a Hanes ad, you know? Um, so I, that is one of my favorite experiences. I love getting new socks and uh, I, I love that socks disappear because then I get to buy more. Okay. Oh, so Brent. question. Yeah. Do your socks match? Yes. All of my socks match all the time. <laughs> my socks match till I had a kid. Fair. I don't have now, any children. <laughs> now it's like, what you find is what you get. Let's go. <laughs> Brett, That's Brett, true. Were, Brett, well, uh, Rebecca was giving that, uh, that, 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 was sharing uh you had the smile on your face as if you had thoughts no i had yeah i wrote putting socks on as one of my ideas i did like a top nine and then lowered it to a top five um <laughs> because yeah i love that feeling too or like when you have like like a good pair of socks like i got some bombas brand socks Ooh, for christmas oh, yeah. a couple years ago but now i've worn them so much they're all getting holes in the toes and it's just slowly breaking my heart but okay so like expensive socks there's, there's a brand that I, so I love Bomba socks. They're fantastic, but there's a brand called darn tough socks. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they have a lifetime warranty. Okay. So, I'll have yeah, to get those. So I do get, think I have a pair of those. Um, yeah. If you get holes in, I need um, those in my life. <laughs> yep, you send them back and they send you a fresh pair. Boom. That's good to know. Yeah. And they're Merino. So like you can get them hiking socks and they're really breathable and moisture wicking and all that great stuff. Brent, so can't you can't you darn can't you darn them? Can't and that sounds like something somebody in New Hampshire would do during the winter is is darn 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 their socks. <laughs> and no, that's not something I know how to do. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Sam, Sam, co-host Sam, if you're listening to this episode, uh, how about you uh, crochet or knit a pair of childcare bar and grill? Uh, wool socks for for each one of your virtual co-hosts uh, for Christmas this year. Uh, I'll just put that in your to-do list for you, <laughs> Sam. Um, what were you going to say, Rachel? Um, just can we talk about my, so my husband thinks I love boots just because I love boots, but like low-key, it's the fuzzy socks. Mm. Like putting on a good pair of fresh fuzzy socks and then it looks like I have the, uh, I don't know, what are those leg warmers or whatever? Yeah. You know, that's, that's what it's worth for my feet. But in his eyes, I just love boots. It's just the cozy feeling. It's like, yes. I don't know. A blanket on your toes. Yeah. yeah. It just feels so nurturing almost. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I mean, maybe this is me getting a little like Freudian here, but is it because like when we were you know, infants and toddlers, like our mothers put socks on our feet. And that was like a really loving experience. 
Or I was kind of thinking, is it because, like, you have all these nerves connected to your feet? So when you put on those right. socks, it's like a hug for your whole body, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like a combination of all that, right? Like those memories and, like, the the sensory experience and the comfort. And usually, like, when you're putting socks on and off, like, you're at home, you know? And so it's like all of these factors make it just like a very wholesome experience. <laughs> I've been thinking about ordering some some new socks, probably just uh, uh, gold toe, low cut, white, white, white <laughs> socks. Uh, and uh, and and I do relish uh, putting them on, um, you, you know, you do that. Oh, oh, when because you don't want to you don't want to put the when they're fresh out of the pack. You don't want to use them just for for like a random Tuesday. You want to put them on for you're going on a run or something or or something special. Uh, Brett, what's your number five? Uh, I said get a pedicure. Because that's fun. Oh, and you have to be, be barefoot for that. That would be very hard. It would be, be hard barefoot, to do with shoes or socks on. Yeah. And it's again kind of like the sock idea of like it's taking care of your feet, which are, I don't know, like you're grounded through your feet and then you're like nourishing so, this grounding part of yourself. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the no. whole idea of a pedicure and then oh, your no, toes I, come away looking cute yeah um uh the whole idea yeah, of a pedicure makes my skin pedicure? my skin my <laughs> skin crawl uh uh the, the look i don't like people to touch me i don't like to be in the same room as people generally i'm, I'm basically a hermit now uh so the idea of another human of paying another human to uh to touch my feet uh, uh really skeeves me out um is it, it, that's a me that's a me problem not a you problem but i <laughs> um so what, what's the deal with pedicures why do we like this i feel I like it's it feels like cleansing first of all like you like feel like you're washing away like the the like gunk of your your yeah I feel like I'll get one like every like spring or summer so it's like it signifies the passing of the seasons because like I'm like letting go of the winter dry cracked feet (laughs) and moving into the summer totally totally (laughs) moving into your summer feet like a rebirth yes (laughs) so um I can never have a pedicure like medic really really i so 21 year old rachel made a horrible mistake of running with a case of beer which i do not endorse and injured one of my toes and the way that it healed it actually has like bad stuff under there that they can never get rid of so unless i do it myself if some basically i'm good for Uh, uh, did everybody else uh, lose Rachel? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was hoping she'd come back. Rachel, Some, you, she said she's got, she's got bad stuff in her foot. That's yeah. Rachel, that's you, you froze up. Uh, running with a case of beer. Do you think she was robbing a liquor store? <laughs> yeah, why was she running with a case of beer? We we lost I, you there for a minute, Rachel. Why? why I know. Were you running I with a case. Why? Why did you? Why were you running with why? a case of beer? Where, did you rob a liquor store? No, no, I wish it was that cool. Um, my friend 
was running after her boyfriend and my my he, now husband he was my boyfriend and he's like Rachel don't run and I'm like I can do whatever I want because that's what you know intoxicated Rachel thinks she can do she's very empowered and independent and um, <laughs> I just I went against what Ooh, this is rough. Trust me, put uh, that down. Like twelve years later, he's still like Rachel. Don't run. We, yeah, I'm like we, we just fine. lost the best part of your story. Um, I, and now Rachel married a guy whose fa- her father-in-law owns a bar. Um, I wonder if those things yeah. are connected. Her, her. No. I can do anything when I drunk. Um, uh, my number five. <laughs> uh, read. Um, I like to like to read barefoot. Ooh. I think. Uh, I think reading with uh, shoes on is, is a little bit inhibiting. So um, I, I, I will tolerate it with socks on, but, uh, but uh, if, if given the option, uh, free, free range toes and reading are, are my preference. Uh, is that, is that weird? Um, just, it's, it's more comfy. It's more cozy. I would, I would go with that fresh pair of socks. Um, if I, if I couldn't be barefoot, you know, if it's a little bit chilly, um, but, uh, but barefoot reading is my number five. What position do you read in? Like, are you seated? Well, like, I, I, hang, chair with your I feet hang. on the ground or no, no. Um, I've got a, I've got a, a trapeze bar here in the, in the snuggery and I, I hang mm-hmm. upside down as a bat. Um, you mean what position? <laughs> well, like, are you like, like, do you like, like I sit cross-legged in my chair or do you like lay down? Like, how are you sitting? Yeah. Well, like, I are your like... feet touching something? Are they hanging over or something? Oh, well, uh, a lot of my reading is done standing up at the standing desk where I am right now. So sometimes it's just with my feet on the floor. <laughs> sometimes it's uh, over there on the couch with them on the uh, the uh, coffee table. Sometimes my ankles are crossed. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes my, my legs are up sitting kind of uh, with my legs across the couch, uh, maybe with or without a dog uh, resting on my feet. Sometimes the reading uh, takes place at, at the beach in the sand. So uh, I, I, my, my feet are in all kinds of positions when I read, right? So yeah, many, so many that I had never thought about it. Do you have just a, a one, a one go-to foot position for reading? No, no. <laughs> well, cause like, it depends on where you're reading. Am I reading on the couch? Am I reading in a chair? Am I reading in the doctor's office? Like, where am I? Yeah. Do, do, I think like for me, I just wanted to know so I could picture you. Yeah. Reading. Barefoot. Sure, sure. I and mean, like every, why the every, barefoot enhances that, yeah. the experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's the it's the hanging upside down from the trapeze, which which isn't true, but but really should be. So I'm trying to figure out where I could I can install a, a trapeze because that. When would, be would you of... hang by your knees or by your feet? I, I well, I mean, there are those ankle things. You, you can like flex your, your toe ankles, really right? hard. And then oh, you can hang oh by man. your ankles. Oh man, if my if my sibling I, if, was in the circus growing up, so I got to see that happen. Yeah. That's that's a whole episode. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some working out and some research, but uh, that sounds like another life goal for me. Um no no pedicure, but if I could hang upside down by my toes and read, that would that would be a bucket list thing, I think. Um Rachel, what's your number four? Okay, so this is kind of weird, but Good. you know, um, you know those Orbeez, those little water beads. Yeah. Sure. Okay, tell me if you've ever. My son has like a, uh, I don't know, a bucket. It's not very big that he fills them up with, and I don't know why, but I really enjoy sticking my feet in them. 
I've never tried it. I think I try it. Try yeah. it. Like I don't. It's like one of those impulse control things that I just can't like not do. No, I mean but I totally not wanted a- to do it before. Like when I was in a classroom a couple of years ago, we had. Um, I was trying to do like different sensory stuff. So I filled like uh, swimming pools, like little baby swimming pools with Orbeez and water beads. And the kids were really enjoying that. Um, and I thought I was thinking of letting them put their feet in, but my, my director wouldn't let me. And so oh. like, I of course didn't put my feet in because that would be rude, <laughs> but I did think about it. And then ever since then, um, I, I haven't, you know, they were like, Oh, COVID. I'm like, whatever. It's their feet. Uh, yeah. COVID's not coming out of their toes, but but I was given the no on that one. So I'm, I'm kind of jealous, honestly. I, I used to do, when I do tra- in-person trainings, we used to uh, pair these play events with them where, where uh, we'd set up all kinds of activities and parents and kids could come in and, and parents could see hands-on child-led play in, in action. And we would do the wading pool thing, you know, uh, four or five, six inches deep in, in a six or eight foot wading pool, but it was a whole body thing. And so the kids would be, would be in there, their little feet stomping around in them and laying down and rolling around around in them and yeah yeah I, I get that one I oh I'd much rather do that than the pedicure thing uh <laughs> yeah. but Brett water beads your feet Throw some essential oils on there. I think I haven't done it but it sounds really fun it kind of reminds me another thing I haven't done but like grape stomping like I wonder uh, if it would be comparable to that that would be so fun so oh, I've done you... grape stomping. If you go to like if you spend any time in like wine country in California you can mm-hmm. get like that little like you know touristy experience doing it 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 is it's pretty gross so (laughs) I just you know the YouTube video Grape Lady Falls no no oh my god everybody needs to see it yeah look it up I'm I'm writing this down right now (laughs) it's like a classic from the 2000s did you get to drink your foot wine Rebecca you get no you don't because okay. it's like a whole process, right? Well, sure, but you, so come you get back to and wine, come uh, back in no, eight to twelve years and get a bottle of your own foot wine. <laughs> I think that's a whole big like show. It's no one uses that, you know. It's a big waste. I think. I think if they use like the they use the grapes from what I understand that they wouldn't typically use to make wine, so mm. that people can use that, right? And then, and then they make and then they. They sell they sell off the stomp grapes to some uh, local jam, some artisan jam maker, and they end up at the the local farmers market. Uh, water barefoot water beads. I can get into that. Rebecca, what's your number four? My number four is playing soccer. Oh, so I loved playing soccer as a kid. I mean, I still like playing soccer now. Um, and it's just a whole different vibe when you're a child and you're playing like soccer in a field with just like a bunch of random kids and everyone's barefoot because you know people did that I feel like when I was a kid versus now um and so I just it it when I play soccer now it's like usually I wear shoes um as an adult but the other day not even the other day a few months ago I was playing soccer at a at a park and I took my socks and shoes off uh just it was a nice day I was with the the child that I was caring for that, that I'm nannying for right now and and we, it, it just brought back all of these memories of like me playing like with my neighborhood friends. And I just that sensory experience of me like kicking a ball around barefoot, like brought me back to like probably things that I hadn't thought about 
in decades, right? Um, and so, yeah, it was when you mentioned this topic of like things to do barefoot, that, that that's what got brought up in my mind. Well, I'm glad everybody else is barefoot because when, when you first mentioned it, I, I thought you were barefoot and everybody else had their cleats on and, uh, and that was terrifying. I was so worried about your feet there for a moment, but uh, yeah, I, I think. By, no, barefoot soccer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can get into that. You got the, the feeling of the, of the, the prickly of the grass on your feet and the ball and, and, and it's just kind of a great sensory experience. I can get into that. Um, anybody else into the, uh, the, the barefoot soccer? I was never like a soccer kid. I did it in like second grade, like everyone had to. And then I did too many cartwheels on the field. So they put me in gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got one little trophy, one little like five inch trophy. Yeah. yeah. I was never like a, a sports with balls kid. I was, I didn't excel at that. <laughs> that. That girl's always upside down. Get her off the soccer field. <laughs> Brett, what's your number she's four? Actually, she, sorry, she's actually hanging. Uh, oh, you're hanging by my Yeah, hanging by the goalpost. Yeah, goal yeah. <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, driving barefoot in the summer, which is fun. I don't know. I like it because it's like I don't, you're not restrained by flip flops or shoes or anything, and you just do it. I don't know. It's like another I sign of summer. I'm I'm a big fan of driving barefoot, even even in the winter. Uh, when we when I used to be traveling a lot, I, you know, you get in in the vehicle. Once the vehicle's warmed up, you kick the shoes off, and if mm -hmm. you're going to go seven or eight hundred miles in a day, for example, it's it's nice to have have uh, have free tootsies when you're when you're out on the road. I get that one. Um, uh, yes, there's rumors I mean, it's illegal, but it's not. I googled it because I was like, oh, I like driving barefoot, and there's always some snarky person. It's like I'm pretty sure that's illegal. My mom and, always told me it was, yeah. and I, so when I would like became an adult, like, and I had been driving for a few years because I, you know, started when I was 16, um, and then I like went to college and went to Humboldt State where everyone's a hippie, and people drove barefoot, and I was just like, this is not safe. Like, my yeah. mom says it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so then I, I was I I learned that it's not illegal and that it's it's a myth. It's a total myth. Yeah. Uh, I still so don't my, do it because it's in my mind. My mom taught me that. Um, so my mom drove a standard transmission, and um, it was in the age of Fast and Furious when that movie first came out. And she's like, you. She told me that we had to be barefoot to learn when to shift. To feel the rpms which yeah i don't agree like i don't know i still look at the gauges but yeah we like the whole my 15 16 year old like period of driving i was barefoot to learn to properly shift that's so yeah, cool. I get, yeah no yeah because you get the feedback through the bottom of your yeah that's that's a good mom in there i like that mom and that's top-notch mom and i dig that now what's the what's the logistics do you kick your shoes off before you get into the vehicle um do you kick them off are they are they on the driver's side on the floor kind of tucked under the seat which where were the shoes I, when you're when you're doing i it? always i always had a paranoia of them being on the floor like what if somehow it gets caught the pedal gets caught like I don't know. I have, I'm a worrisome person. Like it's probably insane, but like, what if the gas pedal gets caught and I'm trying to stop? Yeah. Like, what do I do? Um, so I always like take them off and just toss them in the back and then let's hope I don't have to stop for a while for any reason, because then I'm usually like climbing all over doing it. But you know what I mean? That's what, 
it, it depends if somebody's with me. If nobody's with me, it's in the like passenger seat. Like, there you go. Yeah, I usually put them in the passenger seat. If it's like, like heels, like, I don't know, after a wedding or something, and I know I'm not going to wear them, then I put them in the back seat. But sometimes Bye. I'll like halfway through the drive, like take my boots off at a red light. Yeah. Is it possible to drive with? Now, look, this is something. I, 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 is it possible to drive with heels on? I mean, that depending on the size of the heel. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a kitten heel, but but not uh, not Brett's seven inch stilettos that she wore. Where <laughs> was, yeah. I can't remember where those. Yeah, you mentioned seven inch stilettos, didn't you? In a different episode. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I wore them when I graduated. They yeah. were hot pink. From yeah. College. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because Brett was a stripper. Um <laughs> my, my number four. It's 2023. <laughs> yeah. Uh perform yes, performer. I I Paul uh i yeah, but you know, for me it's 1987. <laughs> um my number four, uh go to the beach. Uh, and, and just beach stuff, walking on the beach, do it, playing soccer on the beach. All of the beach stuff is better, better barefoot. Now about half of my beach trips are with shoes on. Cause I've got the dogs with, and, and, uh, they have big dog claws and we, we play close and rough and, and I don't like being, being clawed up, uh, and bloody by the time we get home. Um, and, and they, they want to move a little bit faster to the beach than, than I, I go in flip-flops and so sometimes I got to go to the beach with shoes on but beach without shoes is is by far a better experience than than beach with shoes so that's that's probably a a fairly fairly common common one yeah Um, I think even like wearing flip-flops on the beach is horrifying because the sand is just flying yeah your legs so you have to go barefoot because like you either get sand in your shoes or you have sand flying up at you from behind. And if it's a little wet, it sticks to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, there's no, you need to just take it all, take it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take it, take yeah. it off of the beach. That's, oh, speaking of taking it off on the beach, I, I, I messaged you about that other thing that we'll probably get into in the next episode. But the other day I've got, you know, I've got the entrance to the beach. We got it. There's some, some plants on either side and then just a little walkway from, from some pre-beach sand into the, into the beach sand. And I walk in there and I, I glance to my, my right. And there, there's a, there's a naked butt there. Uh, there's this person laying, laying on their, on their, on their, on their uh, belly with their, their, their top off and their shorts pulled down so that their, their butt is out getting, getting a little bit of, su- of a suntan. And I thought, huh, that dude's got a nice butt, but why am I, lo- why am I looking at it? And uh, then I went on about my walk. So uh, that's uh, a little bit of a, a butt experience at the beach. Do you uh, have, do you have nude beaches near your location that it's like, where well, that's apparently a semi-nude. Um, <laughs> I didn't know, you know, um, there curious are... because like here there's like very specific beaches where it's like, you know, there's nude beaches. Yeah, and sure. So. We went to, we went, I, not, not around here that I know of. Um, we went to one in Hawaii that was was just we it was you had to walk down this kind of cliff to get there and we were going to go check it out and then there was this uh this 104 year old guy coming up the up the stairs and it was just just all droopy man boobs and sack and uh and we decided Tasha and I decided we could 
you could go someplace else. Uh, um, so that's Alo funny. Aloha. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> what's your number? Oh, what's man. your number three, Rachel? Um, so I'm not sure if you guys have ever done this, but uh, playing in clay pits. Have you ever been in a natural clay pit? Mm -mm. No. no, but that sounds, tell me more. <laughs> dun, Did she dun, freeze? Dun, dun, right dun, when she... I ask her to tell me more? No. It's always at like the most climactic moment. I know, I know. It's, My it's, dad's I think... from Michigan and they're like, we're from the, it does this. Oh, so we're from, but it's, we're from an area called Michiana, which is like Michigan, Indiana, the border. And over by the lake there, they had these clay pits. I think they're closed off now, but it was my favorite thing to do. You would like go climb in this wooded area and it was on an incline. So you would climb up there and then you would sit down and it was like a natural made clay slide and you would slide down and there was a pit at the bottom that was just mud and clay. And I mean, there's photos of me just head to toe covered in clay and it was the best experience. Like it's something I will never forget. That would That's be so really cool. hard to do. That would be really hard to do with shoes on too. That would, uh, that would, that would destroy the. Destroy right. You're the sliding everywhere. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. What is the name of the, the place like that you went to? Warren. It's called Warren Dunes, but like. This was, I don't think we were supposed to go in there, like where we went, but we were teenagers. Yeah. What teenager does what they're supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's, I look back on things that I did, like littering and doing other things. I'm like, how horrifying, but you know, you live and you learn. <laughs> right, right. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I, that sounds like something, I mean, I, you could, I mean, it's obviously not the same, but that would be a fun sensory experience to provide for kids. Like I love providing clay for kids because they're so used to Play-Doh, you know, mm -hmm. and you give them clay and they always call it Play-Doh because they're so used to Play-Doh, but then they, they realize how different it is and how you can add water and it'll change. And, and so that would be a cool experience to like set up like tough trays or some type of experience for the kids to walk in the clay. And, I, and I've worked with a couple of programs that like on inter for international mud day or something, they will have a dump truck full of yeah, delivered I, so they can make a, a big, uh, it's not, not, not the same as a mud pit or a clay pit, but make a big, uh, slurry of mud for the kids to goof around with, to have some sort of version of that experience. Any, anything like that going on in New Hampshire, Brett? No, I mean, like we like play barefoot and like get, get muddy I guess like my old school we had like marshy areas I got it well I accidentally got some older kids in trouble because it was like a hundred degrees out and it was so hot so I let the preschoolers take their shoes off and wade through the the mud puddles and then some like second grader was like Brett they have their shoes off I was like yeah it's a hundred degrees out like I would have my shoes off too but I need to be able to run around the woods in case someone needs me and then, so I let them take their, they were like, can I take my shoes off? I was like, I don't care. And then I, we got a mass email that evening that children must remain with shoes on outside at all times. Uh, you you yeah. got a talking uh, to? I didn't get a talking to, but I, yeah, the email. Was a passive, aggressive, passive aggressive email. So that's yeah. Okay. yeah. 
That's how it works in ECE, you know? Everybody else got this shitty email because Brett couldn't follow the rules. I'm glad you don't work at that place anymore. Yeah, the rules that are not posted anywhere. It's just other people's power trips. Because I, like, checked in with the other teachers who were on playground duty. And I was like, hey, I told these kids this was okay. It's really hot out. I feel like like, it's safer to let them cool down. And they were like, oh, yeah, totally. And then it was the classroom teachers. Not to throw Uh, people under the bus, but they're the ones who got upset that. What what NAR? what not yeah, have they had hey, muddy people. children entering their classroom hey this is this is why we need to spell things out in our parent uh parent and staff handbook so people know what the rules are it's hard to follow the rules if you don't know what the rules are of course it's easier to be an administrator if you keep everything vague um and uh and kind of uh kind of kind of foggy uh um uh, anyway that's a different episode rebecca what's your number three <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my number three. So it's like, it kind of piggybacks off of your beach experience, but it's a little more specific. Um, so like, you know, when you're standing in the wet sand at the beach and the like waves are lapping up on your feet and then you're kind of like sinking and like, you just keep going lower and lower and lower. And like, you're feeling like the sand being pulled from underneath you, like going back toward the ocean. I feel mm-hmm. like that is such like a human experience that I feel like no matter what has changed on the planet, like everybody has always done that, who's been able to experience the ocean, at least. You know, like we go stand in the ocean, we let it touch us, we feel the sand being pulled away, the water pulling away, like all of the experience with the water and the sand and the gravity, it's just really, really, um, it's, a, it's a phenomenon to me that I think is really a, a global thing. Yeah, I, I I talked to I recorded with uh, with Nicole uh, from Australia a couple of days ago, and I I'd seen a version of this there a couple of days ago on the on the on the beach. I was on a walk, and there's this this dude, this this couple, and dude, they're they're both in probably their early twenties. He is standing there doing exactly what you're talking about, but then once his feet get down a little bit, he's trying to jump out. Um, to just oh, wheel yeah. himself up out of the sand and, and it's not yeah. working mostly. And, and he is just having the time of his life. And uh, his, his lady love is rolling her eyes at him. Like he is a, a man child um, for engaging in this activity. And uh, I thought, it, I thought it was just, just great that, that, uh, that trying to, to, to break that, that, that seal that the sand is creating as it's trying to suck you into the. Yeah. He's playing. He's yeah. playing. It's so yeah, fun. It great. Yeah, no, I love that experience. Um, any, anybody else have thoughts on that one? I think that's great. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can picture it. Yeah, when I was little. Brett, your number three. My number three. Um, I said walking in kiddie pools. Like I love like, again, I break. I was breaking the rules when I let the kids take their <laughs> shoes off. But we would like get a kiddie pool and you just put a couple, you know, inches of water in there and the kids would have swimsuits on. Um, but then like when it's hot out and then you like walk in like the like, cool hose water and just like, I don't know, walking around in it, not necessarily like sitting down or anything, but like, as you monitor the group and talking to different kids about like, I don't know what it's like in the water. I remember I had one little girl who she like did not like the splashing from the other kids. Cause we had kids like belly flopping in like four inches of water. Um, <laughs> and so I set aside a little, I found like a, um, a storage bin that was empty and put a few inches of water in there for her. And I have pictures of her just like scooping cups and like testing, pouring it down her leg and like, Oh, can I stand in here with you? And she's like, no, this is just going to be my pool for now. I think like, that's just what she needed. It was like her own space 
days to be like, am I okay with getting wet and all that stuff? And I just think that's also fun. Yeah, I think like giving uh, like toddlers, I think like 18 months, like two up to like, you know, two and a half, like giving them water. And like you said, just like a little bit, just a few inches, you don't have to give them much. Like they will just pour it like over their hand, right? And you just see them yeah. like staring yeah. so intently, just watching it go over their knees, over their feet, pouring it on the ground and like watching it run toward them or away mm -hmm. from them. Um, it's really fun to to just just that little bit of water can provide so so many different experiences yeah I, that's a good one and uh and uh mine uh uh okay um following following that with my uh my number three is sex i think uh i, I barefoot sex is I, I think a preference um i can see look um uh, there are times where you need traction there are times you might be in a location where you where you might need shoes but i think sex uh my experience uh is generally generally better barefoot um so um there's there's that cross that off for i would us. agree yeah. i would definitely agree yeah oh, well, i you Oh, go ahead. Thanks for not leaving me hang. I, I wanted to say somewhere, like, you know how you, there used to be a thing where you could see, like, all these, like, their dumb laws or whatever that you would never expect anywhere. I think it was, like, Georgia or something. They say, like, having socks on during sex is illegal. But, like, how would you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, the FBI. I'm sure there's a great story behind that. I mean, have have you have you seen what's going on with the FBI? They're watching. Unless Rachel. it was publicly, you know, um, we're talking yeah. a whole other problem. Yeah, I I mean, if that's not a law, <laughs> I think it I think it should be. Um, so uh, so so there's that one. Um, <clears throat> what's your what's your, what's your number two, Rachel? Okay, so my number two is um, you know, like it's a screeching hot day and you've taken the kids to like a splash pad or something, the moment like water has hit that hot concrete and you're barefoot and you stick your feet like on top of it and you get like that two second semi-cool, semi-heat, like that's where I'm at for summertime activities. Oh. I love the specificity because I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't have a lot of pavement around me. So like, I don't think my programs that I've worked at, we've just like, we walk out like off a little porch into the, the yard or whatever. And like my house just, yeah. So you, you gotta, to you gotta go some. find a, you're yeah. going to have to get, get your, with me. yeah. <laughs> so, so your homework, Brett is a, a, a bucket of water <laughs> and, and like a heat gun or a hair dryer to warm up a hunk of concrete. Mm. Um, and, 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 and give it a go, you know, you just, just ran a random parking lot. Uh, next time you go to get a pedicure, maybe, um, before, before you get, oh, the yeah. pedicure, I'm you, getting you one get, Thursday. Oh, well, Come try, try this in the, water. try this in the parking lot before, before, before the pedicure. Mm -hmm, not after. No, yeah. I, I love that. I was, I was, uh, I had a, a, a splash pad experience, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's not open yet, but I was down, I was on a second story next to this, uh, little park area, looking down on the splash pad and in, and big one foot letters, um, and, and three or four places on the splash pad, it was painted no running, um, which one, most of the people that are going to the splash, splash pad can't read and, and two aren't, aren't splash pads made for 
made for running? I mean, isn't that you can't run anywhere fly? in this country unless you're an adult. It, it just <laughs> children aren't allowed to run at all. It just pissed me off. Oh, uh, what's your number two, Rachel? Uh, I mean, Rebecca. My number two. My number two is scaling slash climbing like boulders and rocks. Obviously, depending on their how sharp they are. But I'm talking about like granite and like. For example, like Yosemite, if you go to Yosemite, there's like these massive boulders and obviously there's smaller ones and stuff like that too. And the kids just love playing on them. You know, and you see any day of the week you go to Yosemite and there's going to be kids sprawled all over these, these rocks. Um, and in the, the mountain closest to me is Mount Diablo and there's lots of sandstone caves and stuff there and lots of, of places to climb. And it's really fun to do it with kids barefoot because they at first are a little scared because they, you know, don't get to do a lot of things barefoot, especially outside. Um, and they're like, well, I'm going to get hurt. And then they actually, within seconds, I almost like every time you can see, they start climbing barefoot. I'm like, just give it a, give it a shot and see if you, see if you like it. And they'll start climbing and they're like, wow. I can really stick to the rocks, you know, and they feel like they're geckos because they can actually like grip their feet on the rocks versus having to rely on that fake traction that is provided by whatever, you know, synthetic thing they have on their foot. Um, and so it's just really cool. I've done it myself and it, it is really, you feel like, like, I don't know, like a prehistoric person. Like I'm just out here climbing on these rocks, like barefoot, uh, but it, it, it's just fun. It's really fun. Do it with kids too, because it makes it way more fun. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you, the the sensory input's got to be so much greater too than having that that those fresh brand new socks and then the an inch of foam rubber and and plastic on the on the bottom of your feet. So it 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 is kind of a Definitely. a real real natural experience. Um, Brett, a lot of a lot of rock climbing in the in the mountains of New Hampshire. Um, yeah, we can't. I'm too short to climb outside. Like, it's just not set up for people under five feet like me. Um, so yeah, I don't like to climb outdoors because it's too frustrating. But when I climb indoors, I wear shoes just because it seems like a, I don't know, a considerate thing, thing to, to do. do. Yeah, but I was thinking like, no, I definitely have memories as a kid just like climbing without shoes on or like climbing trees without shoes on and all that. Yeah. And how you, you do have that different grip, that different like feel and kind of like how shoes sometimes feel less predictable because you can't necessarily like feel yourself sliding the same way or you can't feel how things are shifting under your feet the same way. And it's yeah. more fun to just have the bare feet. And I think maybe that's part of like feeling more wild is like you mm -hmm. feel more connected to like the tree or the rock or whatever that you're climbing on. And so it's like, you're having a connection with that thing that you're climbing on, right? Whether it's a tree or a rock or whatever, you're, you're having um, a, like an energy shift. That's yeah, not just with your hands. And I think that there's, there's just, there are things that it's hard to put into words, right? When you, when you take your shoes off. Um, and it's something that we've, we don't talk about enough as a society of how we've we don't experience enough things barefoot when, when all of our ancestors have for millennia, you know, and what are, what are we missing out on? Um, and so it, it is funny to think about all the, when you brought up this prompt, Jeff, like all of these memories coming back as a child. Um, and so it made me kind of like inspired to start doing more things barefoot now as an adult. Yay. Barefoot. <laughs> where, where are we? Where are we? We're at your number two, Brett. 
too. Yeah, I said um, doing gymnastics because I grew up doing gymnastics. So I was like barefoot like all the time because of that. And then, you know, like you'd be like, I don't know, at school and they'd be like, oh, you do gymnastics, do a flip. And then it's just not the same with shoes on or it's, I need mean, there's like the spring floor and everything too. Or like, you know, I would like go by the gymnastics gym and try to do some bars like in my like normal clothes. And it's just not the same. So gymnastics mm-hmm. is better without shoes on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's that's why you wear like the leotard, right? Because it's like yeah. you can actually move your body in the way that your body is meant to move. It's not restricted by all mm-hmm. of that extra extra stuff. Extra stuff, yeah, exactly. Did, did you did you do flips on demand for people? Um, not usually. Some like I don't know. I would like rather I'd be like, why don't you talk to me about the flips I can do instead or something? <laughs> I totally have nice. the same experience. So I was not a gymnast for very long, but all through elementary school. Um, and then I just, it kind of wasn't interesting to me anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, once people find out you could do a backflip or you can do the splits, it's mm-hmm. like, people are constantly like, do this, do that, do this, do that. And over time, you're like, leave me alone. I'm not yeah, your show like, pony. Through college, like after, like I hadn't done gymnastics in like, I don't know, like five years. And I remember I worked with a teacher and I was like trying to like hang something up on a bulletin board, but like had to like balance on a chair. She's like, come on, gymnast. Like she could still like <laughs> see it in me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My number two, sleep. Um, I think uh, <laughs> sleep is, well, well, look, um, you find yourself in situations where you're you're on a plane or or wherever or you where you 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 well I mean look come on people put your shoes on on the plane it's not your it's not your living room nobody but anyway um sleep is 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 always more enjoyable barefoot it's just a just a thing you want your want your want your tootsies out I think do you either, any of you enjoy sleeping in shoes I like I'm a, I'm a foot rubber. I can't like I have to rub my feet together to go to sleep. So does it make a does it does it make like a cricket noise? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so like I don't it's the sensation of the feeling. So I don't even pay attention to the noise. It's just like <laughs> I don't know. Rub my feet together to go to sleep. I guess there's weirder things I could do, I guess. For sure. <laughs> I think it's a great point you make, Jeff, because um I don't know about you guys and the programs here in, in Illinois and New Hampshire, but there is a false, like there's a myth here in California that children aren't allowed to take their shoes off in programs, which it's not true. It's not in the licensing, um, in our Title 22 licensing. Uh, but you work at a lot of programs and you'll hear that, right? And so a lot of programs, the kids at nap time have to sleep with their shoes on. Um, and I think that's just awful. You know, yeah. they have to just, you know, they're in jeans anyway, like half the time. They're in like street clothes and they got to take their naps in that, um, which, you know, they're kids. So they fall asleep with like the weirdest situations. But yeah, they, I just think it's crazy that they aren't even allowed to, it's one thing to be like, oh, you can't play in your, you know, you have to have shoes on. But like they couldn't sleep. And I would ask like, okay, could we at least let them sleep with their shoes off and then, you know, have their shoes right by their nap mat if they need to go to the bathroom or whatever, they could put it on. And they said, no, because what if there's a fire? Like I'm not walking kids through the damn fire. They're not on the hot coals as like, it's just, they'll be okay if we have to walk out to the parking lot barefoot. Like they'll be okay. 
if we have, you know, it's just to me. Well, and when was the last time your nap time was interrupted by a fire? (laughs) But like, also, it's called adrenaline. Yeah, true. Like, I I feel like in that moment, everybody's adrenaline is going to be pumping. And the last thing you're going to care about is what's on my feet. You're going to be concerned about, like, get out of the building. It's not safe. Yeah, like you stub a toe, like, well, you you either sit there and cry about it or you you keep going with your class that's headed over to the to the emergency area. Like you said, it's instinctual. You just you just go. Um, And so I don't know. It's just funny to me that we we rob our kids of very just normal experiences like sleeping with your shoes off for very, very arbitrary and unlikely things. Yeah, and, and and now do we are we gonna have a whole generation of kids that that just sleep with their shoes on like freaks because that's what their preschool years were like? That would that would be wrong. And look, if the if 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 in your program, if if the shoes just automatically go into a cubby when they are off the feet, when the fire alarm goes off, you have a person designated to to grab a laundry basket or a tote and go up mm-hmm. along the cubby and grab all the shoes and walk out the door, and then everybody puts their shoes on in the parking lot while the building burns down. Um, but also, like Brett said, um, it's it's not like uh, like news alerts are popping up every day about uh, about about the like there's five child care centers burning down a week it's it's just it's a i mean it's yeah very unlikely, you know what's a very real thing is thing. that these children's shoes are on their nap mats on their sheets every day and then they go and sleep on that nap mat the next day with their face very likely sure. on the other side Inside of the, sheet, of the shoes. where their feet were just the day before because usually you know it's like once a week you wash that kind of stuff right sure. and so sure. it's just funny to me that i'm like that's a very real thing to me of the, the germs you know this kid's walking from inside outside all over because they can never take their shoes off they're stepping in everything and now they're sleeping yeah, yeah. what if there's a fire? Yeah. we had hey. a a social rule in college that if somebody fell asleep with their shoes on, like at a party or something from drinking too much, then you were allowed to color on their face. So yeah. if yeah, people just, like caught themselves dozing, they would take their shoes off so that they wouldn't get colored on. Yeah. That just yeah. So like a, that it's more like natural. Yeah. To sleep with shoes. Uh, listeners, if you would like to defend sleeping with your shoes on, uh, contact us with a voicemail or text at 228-363-6737. Hey, listener, quote unquote, Sally. Uh, I said the number slower that time. Uh, we got a, get a voicemail the other day from quote unquote, Sally. Uh, because the message the message she left was inflammatory and I can't wait to get to it in an episode um uh but she she had a hard time catching the, the number I was saying it too fast my number two oh that was my number two we're going on to, we're, we're into the number one, yep. one round aren't we so Rachel your number one thing to do barefoot okay so I love to do this barefoot no mat I do it in my front yard when I can yoga I thought about that one. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. a great answer. I didn't shoe think yoga. That. Shoe yoga would be, would just be horrific. Awkward. I can't imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I've done about yoga that. in the park with shoes on and it was, I mean, it was fine, but well, it could have been highly enhanced. <laughs> with yeah, did, shoes. Yeah. Why, why, why did you leave your shoes on? Fire ants? Um, I don't know. I think I, my friend actually was like doing the yoga class and she was like, come to the thing, come to the park and, and support me, you know? So I did. And, and so I showed up 
kind of late. Sorry, friend. Uh, and so <laughs> I popped in with my little mat and everyone else, you know, had their shoes on. So I just, I just went, you know, just sometimes you just go with the crowd. I didn't think about it too much. Now I'm reflecting on it. Maybe I should have, should have started the wave. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's, it's hard to be the, uh, the trend breaker. So Rachel, how much, uh, how much front yard yoga, yoga do you do? Is that like an every morning thing? Uh, no, cause I work 10 hour shifts, but <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I mean, you have to think I'm up at four 30 in the morning doing chores every day. So it's like a, uh, weekend and day off kind of thing. I, I picture, I picture chickens walking around you while you're, while you're, uh, -uh. uh no, uh -uh. no, that's, no. that's dangerous. It, your toes look yeah. like bugs so you know what a chicken oh. i don't even wear flip-flops when i'm taking care of my chickens i get yeah so you can't, you there can't trust chickens chicken. are in the back like there's my backyard and there's no never trust yeah so that's like a negative five things to do don't go in a chicken coop with, with bare feet. yeah how, how many chickens right. did you get for mother's day uh i didn't get any chickens but my husband was so happy um i actually got geese Four geese. It's fine. Geese. We're fine out here. Yeah, I've been wanting them for two years. So what kind like of geese are they? Uh, Chinese white water geese. Oh wow, they're gonna be beautiful. But I was, I've been uh, getting into birds lately, so I'm like all excited. <laughs> oh yeah, I um am actually taking them around the kids, so they'll be hopefully friendly. Fingers crossed. How old um, are they? So I'm gonna guess they're like a week and a half ish they're not wow. very old yeah they're I wasn't gonna get any but I was like in the foulest mood on Mother's Day and my mom's like let's go out and I'm like no I hate everything today I don't want to and um we went to our local farm store and I was like I'm not getting anything and my son's like yes and this guy moved out of the way and I said oh you got to be shitting me right now there were four geese and he's like, uh, yeah, there were eight, but they sold fast. And I'm like, pack them up. They're mine. Happy mother's day to I me. I love it. You got to bring they, one on the pod one day. They, uh, and then will you have goose eggs to eat? I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Theory. <laughs> so the, this particular breed's really hardy. So they should lay like 40 to a hundred eggs every wow. year during the winter. Oh. So I'm either going to have eggs to eat or more babies. Yeah. Do you know, um, have they been sexed or do you not know? No clue. That's the other fun <laughs> That's part. Fun. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. They, they sound okay. delicious. Mm, Christmas dinner in a couple well, years. That'll be delicious. Maybe. I can't, I can't wait. If you, like if a, you, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't uh, guarantee it, but you can't you, count it out. <laughs> If you, I will if be you, doing meat birds this year, so. Meat birds That'll just sounds be, like nasty. Well, I got a chicken tractor, so I'll do uh, the, I call them Godzilla chickens because they grow super fast, but it's what you eat. Like, hmm. I'll be, I'll be doing that in the next couple weeks. Oh, I hope you make a video of uh, the process of turning a chicken into, into <laughs> yeah, nuggets. You know, I would definitely watch your YouTube channel. I'd subscribe. Yeah, you need to start a, a Rachel's Chickens YouTube channel. Uh, Rebecca, what's your number one? My number one is 
putting your feet in a cold stream or lake after you've gone on like a long hike. Like you yeah. go on like a hike, you're super hot. Like you finally get to like the water feature that you've been waiting to get to and you whip those boots off and you stick your feet inside and it's just like blissful. It's like, I can feel it like over my whole body, even though it's just happening to my feet. That's how much I love it. Yes. Yeah. You even describing it made me, made me want to do it. That's, that's, that's great. I like that one. Why are there, 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 there are birds in my ears right now. Nobody it's else is hearing birds. I don't have any around me. I don't. Huh. Uh, well, I mean, oh, wait, one just flew in the garage. I do have yeah. them around me. <laughs> She's just so used to them. I, but I, could I didn't raise this. <laughs> Listeners, if that didn't come through in the recording, I apologize, but uh, there's a lots of chirping going on. It's delightful. So yeah, the, the fresh cold water after a long hike, it sounds like a beautiful barefoot thing to do. Brett, you're number one. My number one is to snuggle in a blanket with cold feet and then like have them get warm. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The opposite of mine, right? Like, well, especially, yeah. Well, if you like knit together or ours together, you know, like where you go into the cold stream and then after you get home from the hike, like then you yeah. like go lay down on the couch and like you have like your comfy clothes on now and like yes. get to like warm up under a blanket after a long day. Yeah. Do sure. we have a book too? Like let's a book or like a warm. good show, yeah, and like a yeah. glass of wine, yeah. That sounds like a good afternoon. Why are we? Why are we making a stupid podcast? <laughs> why are why, why are we here doing this? Why aren't we doing that? That sounds really good. Um, my number one is uh, is shower. Um, because I was trying to think of things. I when I was coming up with a list, I tried to think of things I don't like to do with shoes on. Um, and and one of the things I, I would I would be horrified of having to do with with shoes on would be would be shower. I think a shower is always better better barefoot. Um, that's I mean, duh. Right? Yeah, um, I can agree because like I went I stayed which I'll never do this again. I stayed in an Airbnb in Chicago like five years ago, and I wanted to save money so I could spend a bunch of money in Chicago. I was like, sure. I'm not going to be like at the Airbnb. Who cares what it looks like? I'll be out traveling all day, which is partially true, but things, some things do matter. Uh, this bathroom was heinous. So I did not want to put my bare feet uh, in the shower, but I brought flip-flops. So I showered in those and that was horrible. It was a yeah. horrible experience. I hated wearing the flip-flops oh. in the shower. Uh, then I feel like the flip-flops were gross. I didn't even take them home with me. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't well, like when you walk that, but... out of the shower with the wet flip-flops it just feels very unsafe I feel mm. like yeah. yeah oh it does make a good sound uh, I just am it, thinking uh... like the sensory like yeah oh the feeling of wet flip-flops oh yeah yes yeah. especially on like tile or whatever yeah or uh, like you're not even your own bathroom tiles yeah Some... Well, somebody so else if you fell, you don't tile. know whose yeah. dirt you're so laying in. Yeah, It's almost like you feel dirtier after the shower. Yeah, yeah so definitely spend the extra money, guys, if you're thinking about uh, doing any type of traveling. Just that little bit extra, it's worth it. You got to check, research those bathrooms. Um, well, that's the top five game. And uh, listeners, if you made it through this whole thing, that's a, 
it's another hour of your life gone. Um, if you got your own top five things that you like to do barefoot, hit me up, voicemail or text to 228-363-6737. Any final comments or thoughts before we pull the plug on this episode? Life's no. better barefoot. Yeah. Life's better barefoot. I mean, other right? than, yeah. There we go. Life's better barefoot barefoot this has been the child care barn girl podcast the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast with the words bar and grill in the title thanks for listening back soon bye-bye bye Adios. bye, bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.